Welcome to the Bible Gate Podcast. This is Jay Cruz with another episode. This is episode 9, and the topic is going to be on hell and who's going there. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Jay Cruz with another episode, and it is Saturday morning, and God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Um, We're going to be talking about a sensitive topic today, a topic that a lot of churches or a lot of pastors don't like to talk about. Um, And the reason they don't like to talk about it is because nowadays they don't really want to, you know, preach out of the word of God. They want to kind of just get up and just kind of keep you motivated. So they'll grab all the scriptures where it's like to teach you motivation and, and, you know, things of that nature. Um, But they don't want to talk about hell and hell is spoken of in the Bible Many a times, plenty of times, and um, Jesus actually preached a lot on hell. A lot of people don't know that, that Jesus was preached a lot on hell. He didn't just only preach the good messages. Um, There was some messages there that um, basically had people um, not in agreement with him, you know. Um, They viewed it as a scare tactic, or they viewed it as him trying to put fear in people and stuff like that. Um, and just kind of like nowadays, right? If you talk about hell, the people are going to just say, you know, why are you using this fear tactic, you know, <clears throat> to get me to believe in your religion, right? And the devil has did a real good job of basically getting non-believers to think that we're really truly following a religion and not following someone who has created us, um, has designed us, um, has a purpose for us, has a destiny for us, and has plans for good for us. So rather than to believe in an intelligent mind that did all this, they'd rather just um, hate God, ignore God, and just try to like, um, just continue to just say no to God, basically, okay? So first thing I want to talk about is and once again what we're going to be talking about is hell and we're going to, we're going to be talking about um, who is going to hell as well right so before I get started I just want to just say this all of mankind because of what Adam did you notice I'm not even saying Eve notice that I'm saying Adam because Adam really was the one that When he did it, it really counted, okay? Because he was the head of the family. He was the ambassador. He was the the ruler of the earth because that's how God had him. Adam is the ruler of the earth. Um, And ever since Adam went and rebelled, everybody that he produced basically had that distortion, right? That distortion of the mind and the heart, right? People think it's about being good or, 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 or holier than thou. No, no. You have an issue with your mind and you have an issue with your heart. And your mind and your heart are dead set against God ever since Adam's rebellion. Okay. And ever since that day, anyone that has been produced by Adam, right, inherited that sin nature. So we were from that moment on going straight to hell. Every single one of us. Okay. None of us were going into the presence of God. None of us were going to go into his, his, um, his peace. Um, we were not going to go into his rest. All right. 
So we were all headed to hell until Jesus, right? Jesus comes in. Jesus dies for, for our sins. Um, he gives up his life, right? He gives his life for us. He trades places with us. And we are now able to, um, after the new birth, we're able to um, come into the presence of the Lord um, boldly, you know, without being ashamed or anything like that. And be able to come to the Father because now we have been adopted and now we, uh, we are a part of the house of God. So I want to read some scripture. And there's going to be a whole lot of scripture reading here, okay? Only because there's so much I just kind of just want to talk about. And at the same time, I don't want this podcast to be too long, okay? In Revelations 21, chapter 21, verse 8, it says, But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters and all liars their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur which is the second death now a lot of people take this verse and they say oh look you know god's actually gonna just he's not gonna let people just suffer forever he's actually gonna kill them it's called the second death and that's that's a lie okay that's a lie out of the pit of hell death means to be separated so when you get judged, you are going to be separated from God eternally. Now, remember what I said on the last podcast. Last podcast, I said that because God is eternal, his punishment is eternal. Okay, that, that means it's forever. All right, it's forever. It's just not going to be for a short time. Okay. Um, and then it says, it says in, in, in Matthew, right? Matthew chapter 25 verse 46 it says and these will go away into eternal punishment see see it's eternal punishment but the righteous into eternal life now you may think oh wow you know the holier than thou people get to go to heaven no 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 righteous means that we have humbled ourselves to god and we have accepted his gift of salvation to his son and now the Lord has imputed his righteousness unto us. So it isn't our righteousness. It's the Lord's righteousness. So now when God sees you, he doesn't see you, the person who was produced by Adam, who was separated from him. But now he sees you the way he sees Jesus. Okay. When he looks at you, he sees Jesus. And you're probably going to say, but Jay, you know, I still sin. I still smoke weed. I still do this. I still do that. I still mess up. I'm, I'm messing up daily. Yeah, I understand that. But once you, be, once, once you come to a saving knowledge of Christ, the Lord has sealed you to the day of redemption. What does that mean? I wouldn't recommend for you to habitually sin. I wouldn't say, hey, continue sinning, continue sinning, continue sinning. Right? Remember, what you do here, you pay here. Like the, the, your actions, the repercussions of your actions, you're always going to reap. So if you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, you're going to feel the effects of it. Okay. What you do unto God, you pay to God. Okay. But because Jesus Christ has saved you, he didn't just save you for past sins. He actually saved you for past, present and future sins. So no longer is he's looking at your sin, but he's looking at his son who died on the cross for you and whom you've put your trust in. And so the folks that are going to go to hell 
other folks who reject Christ. They totally reject Christ. Like, for you to know Jesus, hear about Jesus, and just say, hey, I don't want no parts of Jesus. You know, I'm going to rely on my own righteousness. You know, I'm a good person. Hey, why not? You know, I'm a good person when I go to heaven. Um, I want God to look at not Jesus, but at, at what I've done. At my goodness. Because I'm a good person. So he should let me go into heaven, right? And that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible says that all of our righteousness are as filthy rags before a holy God. So think about that. If all of our righteousness are as filthy rags before a holy God, do you guys know what filthy rags are? It's equivalent to a dirty tampon. Seriously. That's what that's what filthy rags are. Okay. Um, or dirty rags in the Bible. Um, so if our if our righteousness are as filthy rags, just imagine, right? And then in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, it says, And do not fear those who can kill the body. Like, don't worry about man. Those people, anybody who can kill you physically. Forget that. But cannot kill the soul, right? But it says, And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. So don't worry about the man that can kill you. Worry about the one that can, that can, here, here's what it says. I'm going to read it out to you fully. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body. In hell you should not worry about a person at all okay um a lot of a lot of christians are scared to die they don't say it they're real quiet about it but they're scared to die all right because death death is scary right just it's, it's scary it's a scary thing but the lord says don't worry about it because the day you go i think the, the easier part would be dying um the hardest part would be going to hell and not being able to be in the presence of God. So so why are people going to hell? They're going to hell because they're rejecting Jesus, right? They're rejecting Jesus. They don't want the gift of the Father, right? Which was pronounced in the Old Testament in the Tanakh, okay? In the Jewish Bible. It's it's all in there. The whole entire Jewish Bible really points to Jesus Christ. They just can't see it because to this day the veils over the eyes of the Jews until the fullness of the Gentiles come okay and then their eyes will be open and we're starting to see that we're starting to kind of see um if you if you ever go into a website called one for Israel you're starting to see that the Jews are starting trying to get they're, they're getting it right they're getting it um because the difference between Christians and Jews is just the Messiah that's it just the Messiah that's the only difference we believe in everything they believe the feast we believe in all of that we just believe that it was all fulfilled fulfilled in Jesus Christ Gentiles are we're not held to the standard that God held uh, the Jews back in Exodus okay we, we're not held to that that's not us okay but Jesus Christ um, in no way is is doing away with the law he's not doing away with all the ultra he's not doing away with all that stuff um, but actually he fulfills it and it still is, but it has to be done properly. It has to be in through, through Jesus Christ first and then. So. so then it says here, it says Romans chapter six, verse 23, it says for the wages of sin is death. Okay. For the wages of sin is death. What does that mean? For the wages of sin is separation from God because God is holy. God is separate. 
God, to, to say that God is holy is to say that God is not like us at all. Okay, he's perfect, right? And it says, but the free gift of God. So now God has given you a free gift of eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I hear a lot of people say, but why God is doing this? Why can't he just send us all to heaven? Because he can't force people who don't want him into his presence. Can you imagine that? You have a guy that keeps chasing you and chasing you flowers, chocolates, keeps keeps knocking at your door. He wants to go out with you. He wants you to be his girl. He wants you to be. And you have no emotions nor feelings towards, towards this guy. And you keep rejecting him and rejecting him and rejecting him. What do you, you know, the best thing that this guy can do is just say, hey, let's just walk away. And then it says in Matthew, right? Matthew 25, verse 41. And this is all in Matthew. Then he will say to those on the left, depart from me, you cursed into eternal fire, prepare for the devils and his angels. In, 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 in the New Testament, hell is mentioned in several different ways. It's called outer darkness, right? It's outer darkness. But then you have the lake of fire, right? You have the temporary place, the withholding place that they all go to, right? And it's not comfortable, all right, it's not comfortable. It's not a place where you're going to be able to sleep. You're never going to be able to sleep. You're always going to be tired. You're you're going to be very very sensitive uh, to everything. It's going to be a lot more real than this life. The, the 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 heat, outer darkness, and lake of fire. Just with those two alone, I mean, it, it just kind of tells you. Now I heard people say, oh, they're gonna that they're gonna be in in darkness isolated and it's just dark you're not even going to be able to see nothing in front of you where you're going to walk to um where you're going to go and they're going to be heavily tormented um and their and, and their conscience is just going to continue replaying like that thing in their mind like how, how you know rejecting christ and all that stuff some of them are going to be gnashing their teeth because jesus says that they will be gnashing of teeth gnashing of teeth means that they're going to be people that are going to be angry and they're still going to curse god while they're in hell because they they hate god and they hate you know they hate the fact that they're in that position okay and they're just going to continue gnashing their teeth at god here's here's the thing the the door to hell is open can be open from the inside but nobody wants to be nobody wants to open it to come out of it Okay, that's how bad the mind and the heart is. And that's why I always talk about your mind and your heart. What did God, what, what was it that God wanted you to do? God wanted to transform your mind and your heart because he wanted, to, it, it, it was about changing your mind concerning God. Okay, and how you view God. Do you love God? Do you respect God? You know what I'm saying? Like that relationship, you know, just imagine like if you dated somebody that abused you all your life right that abused you all your life and i'm not uh, i'm just saying i'm not we're not putting god as the abuser i'm just saying just imagine somebody that abused you all your life and how it's hard for you to come to grips and trusting that person so that's what i'm saying we have a false view of god we view god as the abuser instead of the savior okay i do apologize you guys hear that car just I am not in my office right now. I'm actually doing this in my dining room. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's just like that. It's just that we need, we really need to think about how we feel about God. And if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have nothing to worry about. Now, there are people that think they know Christ and really truly don't know him. And they're going to find out the hard way that they don't know him and they're going to go to hell. 
So I call those fans of Jesus. So Jesus got some fans, but they're not really truly believers. They're not really 100 for them, if you know what I mean. All right. And I'm going to close out with just two or three. I'm going to just say about three more scriptures. If we're going to be done with this, we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to summarize it. And seriously, I think what I really wanted to talk about, I, I'm, I'm already just kind of expressing it because I believe that scripture speaks louder than I can speak. Okay. But it says in Revelation chapter 14, verse 11, it says, And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever, and they have no rest. You can rest on this earth right now. Like if you really wanted to go relax and rest, you could just go to your bedroom, grab the pillow, and you can rest. But imagine if you couldn't rest. Can you imagine that? Day or night. And then it says, These worshipers of the beast... And its image and whoever receives the mark of his name. So this is talking about the end times of those who receive the mark of the beast towards the end. They will have no rest. And the, the thing is, is that in the end times, people, it, it's, it's only going to be two choices. The devil, Christ. Okay. And it's going to be made known because the Bible talks about the angels who go out and preach the gospels. Right. Because... Because God is going to send angels to tell people, hey, don't take the mark of the beast, right? And this is talking about those folks who take it. But it's the same for those who, who reject Jesus Christ. There'll be no rest. And they're going to know that they're choosing the devil. And they're okay with that. There are going to be people who are saying, yeah, I side with the devil. I don't. I know Jesus exists. I know God exists. And I know there's heaven. But I side with the devil. A lot of people are brainwashed, man. Let me tell you something, man. TV is a tool to brainwash you and brainwash your children. It makes everything look cool. It makes sin look cool. It makes, you know, video games with the killing and stuff like that. Like, it's, and I play video games once in a while, not all the time. Um, once in a while, I may just, I like to interact with people and I like to interact with my, with my, with my children and my family. And we'll just go in there and we'll just play a little bit. But let me tell you. These video games are designed, the music, rap music, any kind of music, rock and roll, any, listen, I'm just going to say music in general can have a positive effect on you or it can have a negative effect on you. Movies in general can have a positive effect on you or a negative, or you can have some issues in you, in you, and these things can heighten those issues. All right. These things can actually like, uh, make it worse. You get what I'm saying? And, the, and, and you have parents who no longer care they don't care they're allowing so much to go on they're allowing their kids to do whatever they want right and the government wants that don't get it twisted the government does not want you correcting your children they want you to have these children um, running off the hook and doing the things that they do and because we're not teaching them good morals they're out here disrespecting people and, and, and you can't get mad when you when, when you hear news about someone getting shot or somebody shooting at somebody, stuff like that, or killing people. You, you can't get mad because there are times when people are caught on a crossfire, and that's a sad thing. But there are times when people are involved in some things, and like I said, you reap whatever you put out. Jesus said that he who kills by the sword shall die by the sword. All right. So if you kill somebody, the same tool you killing that person basically is like I don't I don't like using the word karma because 
as a Christian, we don't believe in karma, but you're getting back what, you, what you're putting out. Okay, what you put out is what you get back. It's common sense. You work hard, you reap the benefits of you working hard. Okay, you do good unto others, guess what? Others are going to do good unto you. Unless they're evil and they just like to do evil stuff to you. And we're almost done. So we're going to go to Matthew chapter 13, verse 50. And it says, and throw them into the fiery furnace in that place. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's going to be, he said, there's going to be crying, right? There's going to be some people that are crying. And there's going to be some people that are mad. Okay. There are people that are going to be crying. Some people, they're going to, they're going to be mad. Okay. And, um. Let me just go here real quick. And, and, and you're probably going to hear me going through my computer because I'm actually ducking through scripture from my computer. All right. So who are those who will not be going to hell? Those who are not going to be going to hell are those who believe in Jesus, have given their lives to Jesus and are following Jesus um, no matter no matter the cost. OK. And it says in John, I think it's John. Yeah, it's John chapter six, verse 40 it says, for this is the will of my father. Okay, so Jesus is saying this is the will of my father, that everyone who looks on the son and believes in him, not who accepts him, the word is you the word used here is believe, in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Okay. So how do you avoid hell? You avoid hell by giving your life up to Christ. By saying, God, you know what? I kneel down, I throw the white flag up, I give up, I'm tired. You take over. I believe in you. Because like I said, a lot of people in churches be like, hey, who want to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? Accept. Now, who believes? You can accept after you believe. Who believes? Do you believe first to the point where you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? That's exactly what you want to do. All right. And that's what you want to do. You want to yeah, you basically want to avoid hell at all costs. You definitely want to look at Jesus Christ um, for salvation. In the Old Testament, Moses, uh, he put a snake on a pole, right? And when the people of Israel were getting bit by snakes, um, they were dying. He said, whoever looks at the snake, that would be the anti-venom, basically. They would not die, okay? So Jesus is the anti-venom, all right? All right, he's the anti-venom, and he's the one that saves you, okay? If you're if you're if if you're thinking with a level headed mind, you're going to want to follow Jesus. You're going to want to learn about Jesus. You're going to want to believe in Jesus. And I'm going to close it out with this because I think that's pretty much enough. I'm going to summarize everything up and then we're just going to leave it at that. OK, Jesus said that Abraham saw my day and he was glad. And the Pharisees, when, when Jesus told him before Abraham was, I am, they, they were ready to kill him. OK, because what? Basically, what Jesus was saying is that he is God, all right, God in flesh. And so there you have it. Quick summarize. Who's going to hell is all those who do not believe in Jesus Christ. They clearly reject Jesus Christ. They don't want no parts of God. Those are the people that are going to hell. And all those who look towards the son, who put their uh, faith in Jesus Christ, who receives Jesus Christ, follow Jesus Christ, do the will of the Lord, do the will of the Father, those will go into eternal rest with God forever and ever, okay? Seriously, think about this because a lot of you guys think that time, time lasts forever, right? That's, that's, that's kind of like we grew up thinking that, oh, psh, we got all the time in the world, 
right? And it's easy to just not believe in, in this kind of these things, right? Just kind of just suppress it and hope for the best. But the reality is, is that you can't change the fact that God exists. He exists. You can't stop it. And whether you, you, you believe it or not, it doesn't change the fact that he exists. It doesn't change the fact that he sent his only begotten son to save you. And it doesn't change the fact that if you reject his gift of salvation, that you won't go to hell. You're already, if, you, if you haven't received Jesus as Lord, you're already headed there. And God is being merciful and giving you enough time to repent. He's giving you enough time to seek him. Think about it. You don't want to go before God and say, I didn't have enough time. You don't want to go before God and say, well, why didn't you send somebody to tell me about these things? If you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you've been told. You've already been warned. And he'll tell you. Yeah, you remember that guy with the podcast? Yeah, he spoke about that. Yeah, well, well didn't you hear that? Did, did you not listen? So you want to listen Okay, and you really want to give your life. This is not about trying to walk like some righteous, holy person uh, through this earth, holier than thou. This is about you saying, God, my mind's not right, my heart's not right, and I need a savior. Okay, I believe in everything that you say. I believe in everything that you that you've spoken of, and I believe in your Son, and I believe that He's the way, the truth, and the life. As a matter of fact, let's pull that scripture up before I finish. I want to finish this with that scripture. This is going to be awesome. And I'm glad that this came to mind. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, in John chapter 14, verse six, it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. What is Jesus saying? Jesus is basically saying that exclusively he is the only way to God. So you hear like Oprah saying, Oh, there's many roads to God, New Agers, many roads to God. Um, you can be a Buddhist, you can be a Hindu, you can be this, you can be that, you can you can be a Muslim, you can be you can be whatever you want to be. You can be we're all going to God. And Jesus is saying, No, all of that is wrong. I am the truth, the way, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus is saying, if you don't come through me, you're not entering into the kingdom of heaven. Okay. You are not entering into the kingdom of heaven. Seriously. Every single religion wants you to work your way to God. Jesus is the only one that says, I already did the work that needed to be done so that you can be saved. Now, all you need to do is just believe in me and accept the gift of salvation that's been given to you. We're going to go to heaven one day and we're going to be surprised of who we see in heaven. There's going to be a lot of bad people that believed in Jesus that are going to be there. And you guys are going to be in shock. <laughs> you guys are going to be in shock. And it's going to be like, what? And there's going to be a lot of good people who rejected Jesus that won't be there. So I'll leave it with that. Anyway, but that being said, I appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. With that being said, God bless you guys. And Maranatha.